0: This episode is brought to you by the Witty and Gritty 5-Minute Mini-Journal. It's centered around Ephesians 6, 10-18, known as the Armor of God. Once you download this freebie, over the next seven days, take a few minutes each day and dive into what the Armor of God is and why it's important to Christians in their daily walk. You can find this at wittyandgritty.blog. We'll link it in the show notes.
1: Yeah, kind of like the highway for all of our DFW people. Yes, Highway 121. I remember back in my day when it was just two lanes in the middle of <laughs> cow fields. What up, Frisco? Uh, Hashtag, if you know, you know. Yes, yeah, so we are
0: in our 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do mini series. This is episode 121 featuring chapter 10.
1: Yes, so mentally tough people, they do not give up after the first failure.
0: Failure is part of the process of success. People who avoid failure also avoid
1: success. Robert T. Kiyosaki. That's a good one. I know, I wanted to jump in, but I gotta be better about letting you finish the, (laughs) let me say their name, person, yeah, (laughs) so people who avoid failure also avoid success. That's crazy. That's just a good way to put it, too. Yeah, it's like like we know that. Yeah, but
0: but we're just gonna come out and say it so it hurts a little, (laughs) so that way you stop
1: it. (laughs) Yes like the people that wear the rubber band and snap yourself every time you're doing something (laughs) So
0: So we all know failure is inevitable. It's what you do right after that that determines who you are as a person.
1: Yes. So if you're wondering if failure is something you need to address in your life, let's look at a couple of examples and see if it resonates with you. For example, you worry about being perceived as a failure by other people. Hmm. Much of your self-worth is linked to your ability to succeed. You would rather show off the skills you already have than try to learn new skills. Mm -hmm. The thought
0: of failing feels very unsettling. (laughs) Like falling. (laughs) I still laugh about that. (laughs) I can't believe how much you hate
1: falling. (laughs) I can't stand it. Oh my goodness. So why do we give up, Brooke? Well... I'll answer that for you. Thank you. That's why I asked, so I could answer. There's someone in every training, and I will be that person today. Fear is often at the heart of our unwillingness to try something again after we've failed at it already, but not everyone shares the same fears about failure. Failure might define who you are, so that's why you're like, no, I'm not doing it. It can also be a learned behavior, as we've addressed in previous episodes. Mm -hmm. And finally, you might be in the group of people that has a fixed mindset about their abilities, which if that's a new word, it's the belief that you can't get better at anything else ever. You are stuck the way you are. Which is false. Yes. Proven scientifically,
0: biblically, research. Everything basically says you do not have a fixed mindset. That's what people used to think. And then science got better. And it caught up with the Bible, and the Bible's like, What's up, y'all? I've been telling you this the whole time. I'm right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remember that not choosing is in fact a choice. Yes. So if you choose to stay stuck, you are making that choice. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, but you have a choice.
0: Yeah, you know what? There are some problems with giving into failure.
1: No. Turns out the problem with giving into failure is that... When you give up after the first failure, it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Ooh. We mentioned Wayside School earlier. Yes, we did. And I've told this story before, but we got new listeners. Yeah, we do. So there's a chapter about this lady named Kathy. It should have been called Karen. It should be. (laughs) No offense, Karen. Changing it. Karen. Karen, I feel like I'm right there with y'all. Anywho. (laughs) So... Kathy is worried that her cat will run away. So she keeps it in a closet and sometimes forgets to feed it. And when the cat has the opportunity to escape, it in fact runs away. And she tells everybody, look, I told you so. She gets a cookie from a friend and she says, it probably tastes nasty. And the girl's like, no, they're really good. She leaves it in her desk and is hungry two weeks later. Eats the cookie. It was nasty. See, wasn't Kathy right? So I like that the chapter ends with like how somebody can be so wrong and so right at the same time yes, so, yes, self-fulfilling prophecy are you shooting yourself in the own foot like man but if I try this I'm probably going to fail yeah you're going to fail at something that's yes. how the world goes round
0: Maybe, but what's what are your options just not learn to do the thing like if we gave up the first time we tried to walk we'd be crawling everywhere what yep. are we doing wouldn't be able to ride a bike wouldn't be able to drive a car so you're limiting yourself whenever you buy into that
1: Side note, I love telling my elementary kiddos that story. And I tell them Man, The Kathy story? No, the well that one. We read. We read ways at school. <laughs> but um the if you you know fall if you would have stopped trying to walk because you fell when you tried, and I'm like, Can you imagine crawling into school on the first day of school as a second grader? And they're like, No. And I was like, crawling to the cafeteria and they're like, Whoa. And Crawling like, to the bathroom. That's <laughs> what I say, and they're like, Oh my Wet shoelaces for everyone. Please do not tie wet shoelaces. So gross. <laughs> so gross. Again, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, well, she comes up with some wise words of wisdom, Brooke. Pray tell. Don't give up. And that is something we have taught our soccer team. Oh, yeah. It's the one thing I ask. What is my one rule? Yeah. And they all go, Don't give up. Yeah, it's not, don't cry. It's not go score a million goals. It's not even quit hanging on the net. <laughs> That's my role. Get off the net! <laughs> you know how expensive those are? It's don't give up. <laughs> don't give up. Because if they don't give up, a lot of those things fall into place. Mm hmm. Okay, so we got to identify our beliefs about failure that prevent us from trying again. It's a common theme through this book and any book we do. Getting to the source of the problem. Yes. So here is what research says about perseverance and failure. So not giving up and overcoming failure.
0: So the first one is deliberate practice is more important than natural talent. Whenever I read that, I was like, ah, that's our grit mini series, episodes 19 through 25. We dive into all of the research behind just that one truth about deliberate practice and how that is more important than just what you can naturally do.
1: Yep, and as a matter of fact, the next one uses the word grit. Grit is a better predictor of success than IQ and attributing failure to a lack of ability leads to learned helplessness. I see this a lot. Yes. Especially with dyslexia. Um, so well, soapbox moment. I would use the word dyslexia because if you don't give the kids the word dyslexia, they give it another name, which like is dumb or stupid. stupid. Yeah. But it's not a death sentence and it's not an excuse and it's not a crutch. Just like we said moments ago, you're identifying the root problem and growing from there. So um, don't attribute your failure to any inadequacies or lacks. Um, it's If you look at it as part of the process and a normal thing that everyone deals with, then it won't lead to learned helplessness. Whereas essentially giving up because you've learned that other people will maybe step in and do it for you. Or you don't experience uncomfortable situations if you just give up and give in. I think of it like playing dead. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fight the bear. Right. Let me just play dead. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll work. But maybe I'll but actually also maybe be dead. It. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have to fake it.
0: <laughs> so, yes. Just food for thought there. Right. So, we have got to change the way... That we think about failure, and you can do this with your kids, you can do this with the people you mentor or coach up, or even just between your own ears. So you've got to change the way you're thinking about
1: failure. And she gives us ways to do that. She gives us some thoughts that will likely discourage you from trying again. If you consider failure to be unacceptable, then you're not going to do anything where you might fail. Then you will always be unacceptable. Like That's just no way to live. Or even failure is always all my fault definitely take responsibilities for your actions but um, you're not in that much control like God is in control yeah but you are not in so much control that all failure everywhere is all your fault
0: or I'm either a complete success or a complete failure like that there's a there is a spectrum that's not either one or the other
1: and along those lines like we were just saying too is people might say I failed because I'm bad yeah I'm bad at the thing or I just can't do it and not good enough mm-hmm. yeah. those are all the wrong things so instead replace these irrational thoughts with the realistic reminders and one that stuck out to me is that failure is a sign that I'm challenging myself and I can choose to try again Put that on a poster,
0: give your kid a note card, say that in your classroom, say that in the car, say it everywhere. Yeah. Because if your kid can say that, wow, you know, if failure's is a sign that I'm challenging myself and I can choose to try again, uh, that's going to set them up for success forever.
1: Good job. Yeah. Um, both of my daughters determined success in soccer games was if they scored a goal, and even at practice. So they would melt down if they didn't score a goal. hmm and it would come across like they had a terrible game and it wasn't fun. So we had to quickly change the mindset of what does it mean to be have a successful game or do well. You're not going to win all the games. You're not going to score all the time. It's a team. Again, you can't take responsibility for it all. But what's the alternative? never play soccer because you might not score. Right, And so that was really that idea of like, so you just, we're not going to play soccer anymore? Well, no, you know. Okay. And it's like, okay, but that doesn't align with your other philosophy. So that helped a lot.
0: Yes, I love that whole phrase. She gives a few others, but it's in just, I can handle failure. I can learn from my failures. It's often part of the journey. But that one was my favorite one by far.
1: And this isn't a new concept, but she goes into facing your fear of failure, which I think we'd all agree we've heard about facing your fears, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Again, after you do it, it might not have been as scary as you thought or as overwhelming or draining. And then you do it more, and it slowly becomes like it loses its power is the way I think of it. But I don't know that, like, fear of spiders, fear of heights. Like, that's what comes to my mind but what about things like fear of failure, fear of being judged, mm-hmm. you know, all those other fears that we all have?
0: Yeah. And then she talks about moving forward after failure. So you address the fear. Okay, what, what am I really afraid of? Get it down to the root. What's the motivation behind that thought even? I mean, because if I'm in a, I fear how people are going to think about me. Okay, well, do those people love you unconditionally like God tells us to? Great, then that's not even a real thing. So there you go, debunk that. Now let's move forward after.
1: And maybe you are taking action um, and you understand failure is part of the process, but some people get stuck in a failure. Like they move on, but the amount of time they're stuck or feeling down or beat up, or we've talked about self-pity in this series, um, pay attention to how much time you're spending after a failure. Don't sit past it and not learn from it. But don't sit there and punish yourself and lose more time. Um, so she talks about, again, moving forward after failure. So something that I would
0: always coach my soccer girls, I coached high school soccer for a while, and just seeing some immature players when they made a mistake, they'd throw their hands up or take forever to get back up after they fell. And I'm like, what are you? what's happening while you're throwing a pity party is your girl is running and going to score. So... Yeah, you can be frustrated, but if you are not handling that well, it's going to not just hurt you, it's going to hurt the entire team. So you need to suck it up for the moment, and we can address it
1: in a healthy way that's going to actually be productive. Yeah. Doing that, like, everyone knows it was a mistake, and you didn't do it on purpose. (laughs) You don't have to show the team by throwing your head back or collapsing on the ground. And same thing too. You don't need to punish yourself after a failure by feeling bad about it for a long time. And this is my punishment. So maybe next time I'll know not to do the thing. That's not very ev- effective nor productive. Right. Um. So get get yourself out of your little timeout.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And let let's go, man. Yes. Yes. And the good news is that bouncing back after failure will make you stronger. So, I, I some people will work out and they're like, "Oh, I got sweaty and I was sore. I don't want to do that, but I want to be in shape and have the muscles." And you're like, "But that that's part of it." Yes, so, it's part of the process. When you keep going at it, you get less sore mm-hmm. and you get stronger. And so, just like it shows in your body, it works the same way in your mind. Yes. I like it. Her She had a good quote here, too. Failure can build character by challenging you in new ways. It can help you identify areas in your life that need work, as well as hidden strengths you've never recognized before. And so I feel like in a lot of books that talk about failure, the first half of that, you know, build character, identify areas of weakness. But I like that she talked about hidden strengths. Yes, because you might not know you're actually really good at something until you've tapped into it. I've known people who've had husbands that travel a lot and they're, you know, being the mom and holding down the fort at home. And I just don't know how they do it. And they talk about like, well, they didn't have a choice. Like yeah. they had to rise up, but they, they have, they've risen to the occasion. And they're like, I would have never told you I could have done this. And yeah. there are some days it's overwhelming, but What's when you do have a choice, yeah, you got to rise. You're again, you're either going to rise to it or choose not to. And. That's not a choice in and of itself. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really good. You never know. never know what other talents you might have.
0: Yes, I love that. It's very helpful. So she always closes the chapter with what's helpful, what's not helpful. Remember, mentally strong people don't give up after their first failure. So what is helpful is viewing failure as a learning opportunity. Back to that... Uh, little phrase that she said in the book I really liked that one or even just facing your fear of failure
1: yep and that's what I starred too I thought that was a good one so for what's not helpful um quitting because you don't want to tolerate the discomfort yeah what is the fairness gonna be about <laughs> like um clams or making pearls Pressure makes under pressure. Is <laughs> it yeah. so, yeah. pearls, diamonds? I don't know something something pretty and expensive. People, <laughs> so that's what's on the other side of it for certain. I also liked the
0: what's not helpful is allowing yourself to think that failure is worse than it is.
1: Oh, like,
0: yeah, that could have yeah that flopped right, but it is not detrimental to your life, to your livelihood, to the people who love you. mean yeah you might need some ice for that pride but it's not as bad as your brain is
1: thinking it is Mm
0: -hmm. so reality check yourself
1: and towards the end of the chapter she did also say that understanding that you'll be okay even if you fail repeatedly offers much peace and contentment in life and again through the biblical lens to me that just looks like knowing that you're going to have trials and tribulations but god's there to provide all along the way Mm -hmm. um he's got you whether it's something you saw coming didn't see coming that you actively put yourself in a hole or just the trials that life throws at you so i found that very comforting yes and then you
0: might be failing so that you can learn the skill set we mentioned this in a couple episodes ago so just because it failed you've got to learn from it so you can grow from it
1: yeah and there's different scripture in the bible that says like through testing and discernment Mm -hmm. and you know when you're in hard times praise god because it's developing your perseverance and Mm -hmm. so there is something to be learned in those times and she says you can rest assured that with each failure you're becoming better yay yay mental strength so if you're in one of those seasons and you just feel like nothing's going right i encourage you to get closer to god and the, one of the best ways to do that is through scripture and his word and if that is not as feasible i mean just worship music yeah that's a good place to start thats mm-hmm. alright is all right y'all come back next week
0: for some more we only have, what, three more chapters? You yep. can do it. 11 12, You're 13. Almost done. And then we have some amazing interviews lined up, so you know, stick around. Our mm-hmm. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they
1: want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team, creating the show for our community by researching,
0: recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show.
1: As a thank you, you can
0: receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.